Is that Nick with you? He's not well. And the drifter? They ain't him. Oh, God. Oh, not him. People, he pushed them in their sleep, and he robbed them. His name was Purvis, and then he desecrated the burial ground of these things, these Indians or whatever they are. He raved about it all in the end. Thanks for telling me. That man deserved to die. All right. <laughs> you sent my possessions back to Michigan. Most of that stuff belonged to my brothers. I'll send it. Podcast, the podcast that posits what does Don Hall like to watch oh, today? today? Today. Yesterday? Last week? Yeah, last when did week. you watch it? When did you even watch it? This particular movie? Yeah. I've, I watched it. Uh, oh, I've owned... seen it. You've seen it many times, but. Well, I, I own this movie. It's one of those no, movies. No, no. Oh, word, 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 word. But I. Phys I... Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Physical media or digital media? It's digital media because I don't. That's have all right. That's media. all right. You know, just you know asking. Me. You yeah, know me. Just that. No, but, I do uh, know you, and you have a couple. You have a couple. I do. I have. I have some of those. They, like they, you, you, you pepper them in every once in a while, and I'm shocked. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like I but, have. Like okay. I have the 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 Criterion Blade Runner. You know, 
So, yeah, I've, I've got a couple of things that it's like, yeah, I'm going to keep them. Uh, I, I feel a little bit like I'm keeping laser discs from the 80s, but, you know, it's oh, like, fuck. all right, I'll, no, no. I'll go with it. You know, I'll go with it. Laser yeah. discs were cool. They were like albums. Uh, they, they were, were awesome. They were, that was a commitment. And it was, was a, and it was, a, and it was a, it was a legitimately expensive commitment. Oh, yeah. No, they, they're no fucking yeah. around with that. They, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. No. That's the truth. Right. That's the truth. Speaking of expensive, I think you had a little oh, yeah. housekeeping you wanted to talk about. A little bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping? You come back in an hour. Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels? Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Pursuant to uh, tonight's pursuant, film. pursuant. You like good that? Word. You like that? All right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Welcome good, to good, I good like segue to, word. Yeah. Welcome to I like yeah. to watch, where you can be yeah. wowed with our vocabulary. <laughs> I like to vocab. Vocab. Um, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I uh, we we had a little bit of a an if if we can we should we with what we're going to watch this week, right? Your yes, we did for this week, and you know me. If I don't own it, I want to own it. Yeah, but I don't want to own it for what the digital people are charging for it. Okay, that's fair. I love my physical media. I'm a physical media guy, and couldn't order this one uh, in time to show up to uh, uh, really watch it and 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 dig into how I feel about the movie. But you so didn't I want to talk. I, well, I do. I, I watched it. I, okay. I it took me several fucking days to watch it, but I watched it. Okay. Uh, so I want to like talk. Right, that's fair. Want, oh, no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with how I feel about the movie. We'll, we'll get into that. All right. I enjoy the movie. Okay. What I did not enjoy was the viewing experience. And this movie, uh, your pick for tonight, Bone Tomahawk. Yes. Um, is available for streaming for free, quote unquote. And ah, I, no. I want to talk. I want to talk a little bit about. Oh, you didn't. I want to talk a little bit about how <sighs> there are movies out there that you can watch, quote unquote, for free. But the time that you're putting into watching these films or TV shows, for that matter, on these free streaming services, I mean, they're really yanking your chain. Well, it's, it's, it's commercial. It's a fucking. Hold on, Don. Um, this particular movie. I don't know. Um, was it Oze- oh, 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 Zempic? Or, it was one of those fucking medical companies. Oh, God. And then you saw, I shit you not, six or seven Scratchers, California Scratchers All right. commercials. Every fucking time there was a commercial break, you saw the same shit. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't even change it up with different commercials to tell you different shit or a different version of shit. Well, that it would was be too audience same, friendly. It was the same shit over and over, and uh, it just every single streaming service seems to be moving towards this model of. Well, they're selling ads and making money. Ad for, I get it. Um, it's no way to watch a movie. Oh, it's no, no way no. to watch anything. See, see the it's thing no is, way to watch anything. This is the horrible. thing. I, when it comes to streaming stuff, and, and ultimately, I'll be honest with you, that's one of the reasons why I like to, because most of the movies that I own, the digital mm-hmm. copies, um, mm-hmm. I've, I've bought through Apple. 
And so I just, it's just right on my Apple TV. I can go to movies. I've got an entire library of movies. They're just sitting there. I can watch them anytime I want. And I don't have to worry about, and I get all the extras, you know, mm-hmm. I get all the extras sure. that you'd get from like a, a Blu-ray. Um, and I don't have to ever worry about that. I, I, I dropped Hulu a couple of years ago when it was like, yeah, you can, you can pay for a subscription and we're going to charge you and we're going to make you watch ads. And I went, Dude, if I'm if I'm paying a subscription, go fuck yourself. I don't want ads. I hate. I've I've discovered, and I think you've probably read some of this stuff in the last couple of weeks. I have been. There are very few things, other than perhaps chewing tin foil, and armpit hair on women, that make me so annoyed, as advertising does. I can't yeah. stand it. It's constant now look, marketing. We, now we grew up with it. I did, and that's why I don't right, have to. Right. I don't. I'm, I had. I'm done. Do you, yeah. Do you, it's become worse than it ever was, though, right? Like, because I well, remember what was I just? What, what was it? Um, um, um. There was a Whitney Houston song that um uh delete all this dead air. But what the fuck was that Whitney Houston song? Um, you're, greatest you're, love of all. No, you're the best. Uh, the, Simply the best. Yes, that's, yes. That's better that's than with, all the rest. That's, better that's, than anyone, anyone in Chicago land. That's, that's that's Tina Turner and and not Whitney. Tina Houston. Turner. Thank yeah. you. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. But that that's I heard that shit growing up in the nineties so much. Better than anyone, anyone in Chicago land. And I'm like, that's just the song to me. So when I heard the real song, I was like, she doesn't say Chicago land. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. media and, and advertising has been thrown in our face for fucking, like, decades, right? Well, I but mean, like, all, all media so that exists more, exists feels, based on an ad model. All media that exists. That's 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 fair. The but only feels, media that does not have ads are books. That's it. If you buy the book. I, I would well, wonder. Yeah. I would wonder. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Spotify, all these, but like they have they have audiobooks now. They host audiobooks. That's does not like Am- yeah. does does Amazon just throw a fucking like like balls in your face in the middle of a fucking chapter? I did when, when you're see, when you're hearing thing. an audiobook. I, I'm like, I don't listen to audiobooks because I, I don't need to actually read them. Read I, them. I, I, I actually yep. that's that's part of yeah, my no. joy yes. of that experience. But no, I hear you. I hate it. I do think it's different than it's been before, and I think part of that is because. Part of it is because there are so many more areas. This because and then I speak this specifically uh, because I work for five radio stations. Sure. And one of the things that I know is I can't. And I've said this to my overlords, my corporate overlords. I don't. <laughs> I don't listen to our radio stations. They're like, why not? It's, I said because you guys sell ads in eight minute breaks and you run them in an eight minute continuous break. And in that eight minutes, I'm going to hear the same three ads for eight minutes because the the goal for advertisers no longer is to convince you that something is good or that you should purchase it. It is to hit you so hard over the head that you can't stop thinking about it. You know? And I think a lot of like streaming, I think streaming is a lot like, uh, like Facebook and Instagram is it later in the early Zuckerberg days, the early before he was completely sure. a, a robot automaton. Um, is he even you know, still alive? I'm not sure I, if he's still I, alive. I, I, think know, he maybe, was like, I think maybe he was someone like, took it over. Well, he was doing the workout thing. Like he was going to go do an MMA fight with Elon Musk. I thought that he was might be, he might be, I think, 
I think Donald Sutherland took him over at this point. Okay, I think that makes I think that works. Yes, yes. But uh in the early days, he wouldn't sell advertising. He didn't want advertising on the site because to quote the social network. So we don't know if this is actually what he said, but it's not cool. And so for a long time, it was completely free. And instead of then charging a subscription service, which I think would have cleaned up a lot of social media, sure. if you had to pay for it, uh, sure. yeah. But um, what I don't know uh, if people would treat it any differently. But I well, I, I yeah, I think uh, yeah, whatever, I think it is. Whatever. But basically, you know, and then then all of a sudden, that's all you see is fucking ads uh, on. I mean, I haven't looked at Facebook in five years, uh, but I recently topped on you know hopped on the Instagram just to see. And it, I mean, I don't follow anybody. I follow I follow like forty people that I know. Mm-hmm. And I'm still inundated. Like every third thing is a fucking ad for oh, something I, I don't I, care about. I, I will say, and not to defend social media because I think it's a fucking cesspool as well, but like I think it's be, it, it, it might be the version that you're seeing is because you don't spend any time on it. Maybe so. I, I tend to I, I tend to see, like you're saying, the uh, top 20 things you should buy from Amazon or um, look at these three TikTok hacks, you know, whatever the fuck it is. But okay, like, yeah. The more time I spend on it, which is not much anymore, I at least am able to see uh, certain things from friends. Uh, all right. So I, all I see is fucking group, ads for shit. I follow. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I bought. I and it's and it's that it's that pervasive. And I worked for a company that actually sold people's uh, clicks. You know, sold their, their yeah, data. Every, who um, doesn't at this point? Which was really yeah. gross to me, but. Um, one of the things that I ran, you know, it's always it's like, okay, I just, you know, I got my Apple Watch and then I decided to get a new watch band and I ordered the watch band through Amazon. Then all of a sudden on Instagram, every oh, yeah. third goddamn yep. post is a new fucking watch band. I'm like, you yep. motherfuckers. And it's you like, motherfuckers. Fuck but here's the thing about AI, Don. If it was so fucking great, you would know that I bought the fucking watch band. Sell me something else, motherfucker. Oh, no, they're trying to sell me like, different kinds of watch bands. Oh, why? you're so stupid. You bought a watch bought band. One. Oh, but you got to, you know, you're American. <laughs> you're going to buy all this shit. So, oh, yes, you got to, you got to, you got you to buy the one that vibrates your balls. Next. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway, yes, I agree with you. I think, <laughs> I think, I, I actually am very sad that this is how you watch this movie. Uh, well, and it's for shipping. But I like, understand they, it. Yeah. They also, they also keep raising their fucking prices, too. Oh, yeah. All of them. And oh, yeah. it's like it's pushing people towards this. Um, I'm sorry, reinvented cable. Like, I, it's not the, even cable. It's reinvented network TV. Yeah, cable but they didn't have to pay for network TV back in the day. Well, see, that's the thing. Get, is now, you get your CBS, ABC, NBC, WGN, whatever. It's it's a hybrid model. It. It's like oh. cable, which you were a subscriber oh. to, so you didn't have oh. ads. But now you're going to subscribe to network TV so that you can oh. both pay for the service and have to watch the ads. And it's like, go fuck yeah. yourself. No, yeah, I hate no, the ads, but, but uh, no, I find, I find lately uh, I have tended toward uh, the streaming that I do tends toward, like I don't pay for Netflix. I'm glommed on to my mom's. And yeah, so now, now that I've said this yeah. on a podcast, I'm sure I'll get busted. Oh, digital. Watching. Oh, you're They're out there. watching. Oh, They're watching. Yep. 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 But anyway, yep. I do that and there's no oh, commercials oh. on that yet. Um, I have, part. I have Apple TV and uh-huh. uh, and and I also pay. I pay for Paramount Plus and Showtime because they sure. have a lot of sure. lot of good movies. Sure. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. And and I've yep. I've noticed I've noticed of late. Um, I also really like Canopy, which is 
commercial free. It's free. Um, it's a service. It's a, you'd like it actually. It's a, so you have to join the public library, but you join the public library. Oh no, I get, have, yeah, I got yeah. a library card. And yeah. yeah. And Canopy has, you know, a lot of really good, more obscure films. And I like for it. A, for a while. And I don't know if this is still ongoing. I haven't checked in a long time. Um, it, I, I, I hope um, it's still ongoing for a while. If you had an LA uh, public library card, you could get, Access to Criterion movies. Oh yeah, you can. Uh, I, I mean, I've got a Wichita. Oh, you still? Yeah, I've got Oh yeah, I've got a Wichita public library, and I still get. Well, criteria. I didn't know. I didn't know because fucking HBO, of course, now owns yeah. whatever the. Fuck well, that's so, so whatever, Eventually, like, it'll all it'll all be, and we'll just have to be resorting oh, God, to books to books, so... and and then I'm just going to get a cardboard box, cut a hole in it, put a candle in it, and light it, and say that's my TV. Whatever. Just it's so upsetting with like the loss of cinema. Right. Like being able to, I mean, like, look, when I was a kid, when we were younger, like you could afford to go to the movies by yourself. Mm -hmm. You wanted to go on a date. What a great fucking date. You know what I mean? It's two people you could spend under 20 bucks to have dinner, like a little piece of pizza in the mall. Yeah. A movie ticket or two, some popcorn, maybe a soda, like under 20 bucks. You could go do this on a Friday or Saturday night. I don't know what kids are paying now. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. Well, they don't go to the movies. Seventy-five. Oh, clearly, that's the unless, fucking problem. Unless right? it's like, the Taylor Swift's Eras movie, and then they're all going to a hundred million dollars in presale tickets. Yeah, no. that blows my fucking mind. And the fucking studios. This shows how stupid the fucking studios and the Ampetipa is. These motherfuckers had the option. I know to deal with Taylor fucking Swift. And like get some money, and they were like, "No, that's not enough. We don't get enough up front. Fuck you. Good luck." Homegirl with her parents uh, sold that shit to AMC. AMC. Yeah. Everyone's making a fucking oh, except the fucking studios. There you Fuck go. you guys. You blew it. The movie that I picked, uh, it was, it was. If, if the strike was over, I was going to say Ed Wood. If the strike yeah. was not over, uh, I went yeah, with both Tomahawk. So we're going with Bone Tomahawk because as of this recording, the SAG after it are still on strike. But uh, the right. movie that I picked, and and I let me give you a little background. First of all, it's Bone Tomahawk from 2015. Um, in the dying days of the old West, this is the this is the the I like it. I want to hear it. I, I want to hear it. An elderly sheriff and his posse set out to rescue their town's doctor from cannibalistic cave dwellers. Wow. That's from that's from IMDb. It's a pretty sparse thing. Now, here's the thing. I, I'll, I'll give you a, a quick background and why I really I've probably watched this movie a dozen times since I saw it. The oh, first wow. time. OK. And the reason for it was that I didn't. It, it's one of those things. And I know, you know, this experience. It's there's one thing when you know what you're getting into, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's a that's not necessarily a good or a bad thing. It's just like, oh, I know what this movie is going to be. I have a general sense either from reviews or from friends or whatever, I have a general sense of what this movie is going to be. When I watched this movie the first time, and I did watch it on streaming, I didn't see it in the theater. Um, I, I was just looking for something to watch. And I happened to have a massive dude hard on for Kurt Russell. And I so, saw that. I mean, I, I, I just like, a who, who, who doesn't? Good like, question. And so I saw that Kurt Russell was in this and I'd never heard of this movie. And I didn't know what Bone Tomahawk meant. Um, But I went, hey, you know what? Um, Yeah, I'm going to watch this. And what I loved about my first experience watching this movie is, number one, I had no idea what I was getting into. 
And gradually, I mean, it, it takes, you know, probably within the first 30 minutes, you get to see, here's your favorite term, the stacked cast. Jesus. I mean, you've got Kurt Russell, you got Patrick Wilson in a really good role. Matthew Fox, who I happen to really like. David Arquette in sort of a throwaway role. And then, to me, the diamond in this fucking movie, Richard Jenkins. He's so yeah. fucking good in this movie. Let's not just, let's just throw Sid Haig in there as well. Yeah, well, uh, Sid, uh, yeah, Sid Haig is... The guy's been around fucking forever. He's been around, and and he, just, he, he gets oof. it, you know. And so yeah, yeah. when I... He gets so the first of all, yeah, I'm no, like, Jenkins, holy though. shit. Yeah, so holy shit, this yes. is a, a great cast. And then as I'm yeah. watching it, I again, I didn't know it was a horror film. I didn't know what it was. I had no idea what this was. So it just, it literally turned you on because it was Kirk Douglas, or uh, excuse me, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt, Kurt Russell. In a cowboy movie. Well, like, it, the thing is, what didn't, that's not what turned me on. That's what got yeah. me in. That was the yeah. bait. The oh, bait okay. was okay. Kurt no, no, that's, what, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, that sorry, was the sorry. bait. But what I loved about this, the first thing I realized, I mean, the very first shot is an upside down shot of a guy laying on the, the ground in the desert having his throat cut. And it's not like this clean, it, I mean, that, that, the first, that's the first, I was just like shocked. It was just so visceral and it looks so real. And he's not, he's cutting his throat but it, it's like he's sawing at it and it's not going all the way and there's not as much blood as you expect and it's like god damn that's pretty grisly and then it's David Arquette doing it and it's like what the fuck is this so I was kind of then the language the the, the dialogue is very specific and all of a sudden I think somewhere about I think probably in the corn shouter scene you know when he when when Kirk when he comes in he goes that tea Richard Jenkins says oh, that tea smells yeah, terrible yeah. because well, that's because it's soup and it's corn chowder that about that scene as they're talking and now I, now let me have some yeah right? I'm like, fall, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, oh, I'm kind of falling yeah. in well it's like when Richard Jenkins it says you got to blow on it so it cools and he takes a big sip of it and he just spits it out onto the floor and I'm like mm -hmm. there's something that's ridiculously authentic authentic feeling about it the way they speak the way it looks it's very it's not dirty it's not like overly intentionally dirty it's not no. overly intentionally let's really play heavy in the way it just looks the way i and of course i wasn't there i don't know what they were really like but it feels like this is authentic like post 1890s Right. Not so, Wyoming, but you know, like that area, you know, it's like, it's like, it feels really, and I'm, so I'm watching the movie and I know that there's like Indians. I know there's like killer Indians with these big giant bone headed, you know, like the, the, the arrowheads are like giant bones. I know that's going on. Cause you see that in the beginning, like with the first five minutes, you see one, sure, sure. but big, but sort of off in a distance, you see the burial ground, you go, what the fuck is all this? You, then you know that the kid gets killed, but you don't see them. You see him get his head split, but you don't see them. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, we're going to go find, you know, Mrs. O'Dwyer, because she's been taken by these Indians. Sure. But it turns out they're not Indians. It turns out they're troglodytes. It turns out they have no language. Yeah. And yeah. that the, the one Indian guide they have in the town basically says, you're going to fucking die. I mean, you can't beat these guys. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so that, then the entire movie is this very slow character 
piece. And it's just each, you have all these lovely moments of just them being characters in this world on this journey. And then at the 90 minute mark of a two hour movie, so ninety minutes of this very—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's, it's two ten to twelve, but right, okay, uh, but yeah, but yeah, it, but, it, but yeah. it basically it basically yeah. roughly ninety minutes. All of a sudden, now we've got troglodytes, and it becomes one of the most viscerally horrific, horrible experience. Just so gross and so thick and sinewy, and and the sounds are really juicy and crunchy. Everything's just fucking. Like you're there and it's really gross and awesome and it's horrifying. And and then it ends. And it it's I think it's like this really authentic Western. I love the fact that it is exclusively practical effects hmm. and that they are I, I looked online. I they haven't they have an effects team that's a mile long, but I couldn't find out who is actually in charge, you know, who's basically guiding. Because I'm telling you. I think the the practical effects are extraordinarily effective. They really work, yeah. but mostly it's the screenplay, and 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 the time that it's it's S. Craig Zoller, who who actually is more known for his heavy metal music than he is for directing, um, which I thought was kind of funny, but. Yeah. I, I, to well, I guess that's all right. There you go. That was just what I read. So I wasn't that into it. The, the rest mm. of his movies, what is it? Dragged Across Concrete, I did not like. You know, it's like, okay, whatever. But I loved did this. You watch, I, did you watch Brawl and Cell Block 99? I did. And I didn't like that either. Didn't like that. Yeah. Either. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, but this is just, he takes so much yeah. time. You know, and, and, and here, I'm going to give you an example of like some things that I think it, it's a lot of show don't tell, you know, I mean, like when you look at Kurt Russell, he speaks in very short sentences and very matter of fact, he says, I will, I do. Yep. I mean, he's really, really, sure. Sure. but one of the things like little moments that I think are, are, are that to me exemplify why I think this movie is so goddamn good is like you get in, a, in, in just a brief moment, as they're deciding that they're going to go get the troglodytes, they're going to go get the 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 damsel in distress. Stress. They're going to go the you know forty miles into this, whatever it is. They're going to go, and the mayor, who's a short little dude, and his wife, who's a bit taller, comes in, and she's Sean Young. Yeah, no, Sean Young, and they're yelling at the sheriff, like, and he's yeah. and and basically Kurt Russell just looks right at her and starts giving her this is what you need to do this with, and she right. says. You should be addressing the mayor. And he doesn't even look over at the mayor. He just keeps talking to her. And just in that moment, it's not its not 30 seconds of a scene, but you suddenly it's, have an entire story that has been written in that one moment about this town's sort of guiding infrastructure. I love that. Well, I'll say, I'll say this. You know, it is an independent film in the best way. Um, it is a great example Kind of like Halloween, kind of like some other movies, Swingers. Uh, Swingers, Favreau didn't direct. Yeah. It's a great example of someone who wrote something and really knows what they're looking for and want to show the audience. So that you say it's a matter of uh, a show, don't tell, right? Yeah. A lot and of that's, that's the greatest. That's the greatest use of cinema is like fucking show me things. Mm -hmm. you know? And when you're the person who wrote it, 
you know what to look for. You know yeah. how to direct the people to get what you want to show what you want to show. And yeah. like, that whole scene really look, there's a lot of great dialogue in the there's not a lot of research. Dialogue. There's not a lot of research on this movie. Like it's fun. I, I really enjoy the movie. There's not a lot of research about the movie particularly. There is about the filmmaker. Okay. Yeah. Um, clearly, uh, every actor in this movie, like you said, it's a fucking murderer's row. So you could research the shit out of these actors if you want to. But like this movie in particular, um, I saw uh, kind of like a, a produced kind of like Q&A thing with some of the lead actors. And like everything that drew them to this movie was the fucking dialogue it was, Yo, it was so good it was this it was the western first of all it's a western yeah those things are so wonderfully ponderous and just like you can just you can just beautifully shoot you can somebody. take your time you put a yeah. fucking camera there next to a fucking fire and he and does like, you can he does a lot of that minutes and he you does a lot of that yeah and you can wait for three minutes for someone to fucking open their mouth and just start telling a story about something. Well, there's, there's like, fuck, yes, that's what I want. Is, it's there's great. There's that, there's that, but then there's also yeah. one, of, and, and this is why I love the Richard Jenkins character, uh, Chicory, uh, yeah, yeah, more, yeah. more than many characters in almost, I'd say a lot of films. I just think, because I, I love Richard Jenkins, period. But what I love about this character is um, Zoller gives this character the opportunity and strange opportunities to just kind of go off on a tangent in the most perfect ways. And one of my, my, my favorite examples is that, you know, they've just, uh, Bruder, Matthew Fox, has oh. just shot yeah. a couple of mm-hmm. Mexican uh, guys yeah. and just shoots them. He just fucking kills them. And, and there, everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? So you've got this big, it's very heated, right? It's very yep. heated. They decide they got to go back to bed because they've got to get some sleep because they're going. Uh, and all of a sudden, well that's a, whole se- well, that's a whole separate situation, right? When they're getting heated about like question my morals later. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah that, that's a whole separate thing yeah. from the, then the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, then, I, then I, after yeah. all of this, yeah. all this heat, all this tension, right? They're going to bed, and Richard Jenkins is, is laying next to sure. Kurt Russell. And he's like, "Hey, Sheriff, can can you read a book in the bath?" I don't understand what you're asking. <clears throat> well, what I'm asking is, can you sit in the bathtub full of hot water and read a book? I never tried. Well, I heard about people doing it all the time, but every time I try it, I ruin the book. Splash water on it, I get get it wet, turn the pages. I've even dropped some in. Why are you so determined to read literature while taking a bath? Well, it's just, it's just nothing feels better than sitting in that tub. But it just gets the dull looking at your toes the whole time. <clears throat> what? should get a music stand like the kind orchestra fella uses or the choir master well that's an idea you put your book on that right next to the tub keep a towel there so you can uh, you can dry your fingers you know before you turn the pages first thing I'm gonna do 
when I get back is I'm gonna go get me one of those stands. <laughs> hey, I bet you Mr. Bruder couldn't have thought of that solution. Good night, old man. And it says so, so much, that one little conversation says so much about Chicory's character. You know, Chicory is a character. Uh, sure, it sure, tells sure. you I, everything about, it gives you another in, uh, insight on how much he idolizes the sheriff. And it gives you some insight on how the reason he idolizes the sheriff is that the sheriff, he doesn't patronize him. He he He's just there to help. Listens, you know, he, he listens Russell, and he, yeah, he's so good in this role. If, if, if I've tried to learn anything from film acting, you know, Kurt Russell is one of those people who is uh, a brilliant, active listener. You know, he really is. Yeah. If you're shooting a if you're shooting a fucking scene and you're shooting your side of the scene, quote unquote, where the camera's on you, you know, you're doing your acting, but then the other person is usually talking, right? So like, there is the fucking camera still on you shooting. How are you listening? Like he yeah. is, he is a brilliant active listener. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll say, and I'll say, I just just to the script, I'll say that scene where they they kind of uh, kind of round up the town. You say oh, like, Sean Young, the mayor's yeah, wife, yeah, the mayor, yeah. um, the Native American kind of uh, a, a counselor that comes in. Yeah, and, and that actor, I really, like, I really like him in a lot. Everybody's of fucking there. Some of the dialogue in that fucking it just like. This movie sets tone so well. Oh, it's so good. And the the depth of character for everyone, even if they have three lines. The yeah. the fucking sta the stable boy, which I yeah, hate, yeah. you know saying it, but like that's the character. That's the you character, know, the yeah. Like it's it's so like every character is so established so quickly. Early and very simply, yeah. Right yeah. on it, right fucking on like Shakespeare. Like yeah, right it is. It's so good. It. You know, I like X Greg Zoller. I'm not well, saying Shakespeare, but like I, th this is one of the strongest scripts. I, I love it. I love it. Heard so much. in a film, and not only yeah. that is, and this is one uh. of the things I think is is it's a balancing act. And again, having you know, the first time I watched, it, I had no idea I was getting into. This is, it's it's a, an exercise in genre hopping. Because it's an action uh, picture, it's a horror picture, it's a yeah, comedy, it's, that, it's a western. It's it's, it's that. It's you know, that it's blend just so of, unexpected. Yeah. It's that blend of what can we get made? You know, you say you say you love, and I, I do also enjoy his um strength of dialogue, his his confidence in the genre. He had already written a couple of books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that. In this in you know, in this genre. Um, you know, he was he had sold like I think I, I've read anywhere between twenty and forty screenplays that were being optioned here, there, and the other. So he was he was already S. Craig Zoller was already very active in in the Hollywood kind of scene, just not a known entity in any way. And this is really something that that put him on the map. And you know, what a fucking great beginning. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. The, di the dialogue is as strong, stronger, I think, than I don't know, fucking Mamet, fucking Sam Shepard. I like. You, you, this it's is, very this is John it. this is Ford like. It's very John yeah, Ford like, yeah, and and yeah, the language yeah. reminds me. Yeah. It reminds me of two things. The language reminds me of uh, really good episodes of Deadwood, and it reminds me okay. of True Grit. You know, there's okay. this elevated. There's this slightly elevated. 
highly vocabularic sort of uh, way of speaking that feels incredibly authentic. I don't know why, but it's just it's just so damn good. Yeah. What is, and, and the other thing is, and you know, when it finally gets this, I, he's I just am so pleased, and this is what I've gotten from watching it over and over. Or there are moments where I'm just I still am just excited. Mm-hmm by the games that he plays within the cutaways and the plot. Okay. So you, you've got, you really have, you have one journey in the first, let's just say the first half of the movie is one journey. It is the four men, you know, and you have your archetypes, you have the, the Matthew Fox who is, who wears white and has a white horse and is very, very, I'm in charge and smarter than everybody. Then you have the the, sheriff, the, the the educated assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Then you have, you have, you have the sheriff and he is, he's very brave, but he's also kind of a neat freak in his way. And and if you watch the movie enough, you see his little OCD moments that I never saw the first time, which I loved. Then you have sort of like the dim-witted sidekick, which is Richard James, which is Chicory. And then you you have the husband then you have the husband whose fucking leg is broken and oh, he can't God. and he has to go find his wife. So he has yeah. he's, he's crippled. Right. So <laughs> yeah, you have yeah, these yeah. four minutes. So like the first eh, maybe third half is just that's journey. Then they leave the husband, O'Dwyer, Patrick uh, Wilson. They leave him yep. behind yep. because he yep. can't keep up. No. Right. So now you have two journeys. You get the three guys knowing they're getting into the thick of it. And, and then, and he spends a lot of time on O'Dwyer trying to fucking get there. You know, he's, oh, just, yeah, cr- just, just walking, he's literally just, just walking, fucking just barely walking. walking and crawling and falling down shit. And then, well, then those two journeys, you suddenly have, you suddenly have, and I'm telling you, the moment, you know, you, fine, Eli Roth, fine, Jason, fine. Nothing is more crippling when when they catch Kurt Russell. And the first thing is the, the troglodyte is strangling Kurt Russell and he's mm-hmm. struggling. She's trying yeah. for breath. Look, and as an actor, as an actor, fucking, I, I don't know how you do like I don't, without I don't, actually being fucking strangled. Being strangled. I it's don't so know effective. how you get that look. Yeah, it's so God, good. Damn, and so then good. but that's the thing is that's damn. that's bad enough. But then they jam yeah. a fucking bone thing. Spoiler alert. In his fucking mouth. I mean, like this yeah. huge thing in Real. his mouth, like jamming it like they're going to jam it through his skull and then knock him out. It's like that is one of the most fucking intense, yeah. horrifying things I've yeah. ever seen. It's a, it's super cool. Um, yeah. So then you have them. They get captured. But you still have Patrick Wilson. Uh, O'Dwyer, he's still on his journey. His journey is yeah, still to come get him. One-legged man. Journey. One of the yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the yeah. best things yeah. about that is, and I love this game. This is a game. How many are in this clan? And she says right. twelve, well, and then two blind pregnant women. Well, and then he says, "Well, well we've got well, three, so that's nine left." And then he we killed two outside. Mister Bruder got one, so that leaves seven. Well, then you've got Patrick Wilson, one by one, kind of accidentally killing um, one. It's and you start counting. At least I do. I'm like, okay, so how many's left? How many's left? And it's such a fun game to play. Yeah, but before even all that, 
yeah. the Native American guy when they have when they gather up the whole fucking town. Uh, Kurt Russell even says, I think at one point, it's like, how many of them are there? And the Native American guy says, it doesn't matter. How it doesn't many matter. Yeah, you're never going to get past. You're never going to win. You're never going to win. So, like, even setting it up that early on, because you're talking so, like X amount of, you're talking yeah. a while in. When you, you yeah. about, but, like, setting it up that early, yeah. and then we have all this kind of, and I don't want to qualify it as ponderous dialogue, because ponderous oh, no. sounds boring. No, it's, it's not boring at all. It moves so nicely. All. It is ponderous, because they are literally pondering ideas. They're tossing around. Yeah. Shit, it's it's really fucking wonderful, you know. Um, what was it? Um, uh, what is? What, what, they have that whole conversation about like, well, I'm the smartest man here. Well, why yeah. is that? Well, uh, he's married. You're married. You're, you're a widower. Uh, you're, yeah, a widower. you're a widower. Well, what about you? Well, I've never been married. Smart, Smart men don't get don't. married. Like, well, Matthew just, Fox like, has Matthew Fox God, has some of the greatest cool lines. Shit. One of my cool favorite shit. lines. Yeah. One of my favorite lines is he's been he's <laughs> been impaled. He's bleeding to death. He's gonna die. He says, "Give me the, you know, dynamite," and 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 he says he says, uh, you know, you know, we might be able to you know, save save you. And he says, "I'm too vain to be to live as a cripple." Yeah, yeah it's just yeah, a fucking yeah, great yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah such yeah, a great line. Yeah. Yeah. And here and again, this is where I give Zeller. I, this is where I, I love him. I mean, I want to see more good stuff, uh, mm -hmm. but I love mm -hmm. him. And it's it's really just because I can almost any other director, once you get to they're fucking chopping open the deputy, and it's just right. this gross right. visceral thing, right. you know, <laughs> and all that stuff. And 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 you know, the game is afoot, and now the bad guys are out there, and everything's gross. Most yeah filmmakers would cut this scene except that it's so perfectly placed and it it serves knowing what you know knowing that at any minute these troglodytes have come in and grab any one of them and drag them out and fucking chop them up and eat them mm -hmm. you suddenly have richard jenkins chicory mm -hmm. mm -hmm. do a monologue about a flea circus Oh God! That he and his wife saw, oh, and it's one of the most. It's so oh. lovely and sad and wonderful. I've been thinking a lot about that flea circus. Remember the one that came into Bright Hope? I remember. Did you go? I wasn't able to. Well, I went with Nadine and. Uh, he was run by these two European men. They were brothers. Uh, possibly identical twins, but one was uh, about a foot taller than the other. So might disqualify him. What? I don't remember their name. The Sandersons. Did you see it? Arthur wanted to go. Well. I don't know what your opinion is, but uh, my wife said it was all a trick. You know, even when those brothers give us those magnifying glasses and we, uh, we saw those fleas pull that little stagecoach right into the depot or, or roll uh, those cannons, those tiny little cannons onto the battlefield. <laughs> uh, she said, those fleas are dead. They're just glued to some mechanical contraption, you know, that uh, it moves on its own, like a, a timepiece or a, a wind-up. Still, I thought it was real. 
And I told her, I said, don't talk so loud. The performers will hear you. Because I don't know what kind of hearing fleas have. Or if they can sense kindness in the voice the way a dog can. They drink dog's blood. So maybe. I think it was real. I believe those fleas are alive and talented. Most flea circuses employ tricks, but the Sandersons use real living fleas. I knew it was authentic. I just felt it. Thank you. Thank you for verifying that. Who, and, who and, thinks and, that's and, the and, good place to put that? Well, but it's uh, it's remarkable that it is exactly the right place to put that monologue. It's well, perfect. then, and then, and then the woman that they're going to save is also captured. She's in a fucking cage, yeah. basically across, and like encourages him, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I see that too. And he smiles, and it's nice. And the exchange, the yeah, little, it's like she, a fucking, it's, it's like just a, a two second. second look yeah. between her. And, and Kurt Russell. Russell, and it's just oh, like God. yeah, no, it's it's it, it it's, really is. It's it's not just look. I I questioned. I'll be honest. You mentioned this as like a horror movie pick for Halloween movie month, and I was like, I would never like this. Is just a I you know, it's a western. Like I would never. It is fucking horrifying. Absolutely, it I is, think this is, is just as is much a horror. This is as this is just as much a horror movie as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I, I gotta tell I you, agree. I the troglodytes are but, scarier than but, fucking Leatherface. Because, <laughs> well, because this one allows more time for humanity. Yeah, in terms we care of about them. Are going into it now? Now, I did have. I do remember watching this a few years ago, and you know. I had a little bit, you know, it's that fucking wokeness shit in me, and I'm fine with being woke, but, like, I had a little bit of that othering thing with this. That said, watching it this time and seeing that Native American character that <laughs> comes into the kind of group meeting at the beginning of the movie after everyone's been captured and they're going to go on their fucking mission, and he basically fucking says, uh, Those aren't us. Good luck. I, Good luck, and not, the, and, that's, and not, those, that's not us. Yeah, that's, that's not us. Know, that those are people with no language. Those are yeah. basically monsters, is what he's yeah. saying. And it's like, yeah, I ain't doing that. Good luck. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, all right, yeah. That that fucking that absolves any othering. That well, and the thing about it is, I I don't particular. I wouldn't have a problem with the othering anyway, primarily because this is America. Like and you know it's like in that after, time period. Yeah, it's like after yeah, 19, tell the 1891 yeah. because yeah, yeah. you see a tombstone with somebody's dead. Oh, so it's sure. after 1891, so you know it's post Civil War. But you also have you also have uh, chicory when uh, when uh, uh, what is it uh, Matthew Fox? Yeah, when Matthew when Bruder says that his horse would never go with some Mexicans. Oh. Yeah. And and Chicory says Chicory says what you trained her in bigotry. I mean, it's right, just a simple right, right. line, no, but it's a it's great brilliant. line. It's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. The the fucking the best line in this entire fucking movie. Oh, I, I can hear you, it. You may have said it earlier. You may have said it. I forget. But like the best line in that in this movie is that the situation with the two with the two people kind of like encroaching on their camp. 
Right? Yeah, yeah. And he shoots him immediately. Matthew Fox shoots him. <laughs> and fucking Richard Jenkins uh, says to Patrick Wilson, Patrick Wilson's out of his mind on, you know, he's fucking yeah, 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 fucked yeah. up, whatever, whatever. And he said, what happened? And, 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 and Jenkins fucking says to him, and just the most brilliant yeah. fucking delivery. Mr. Bruder just educated two Mexicans on the meaning of manifest destiny. It's a I'm great like, line. you gotta be fucking. It's kidding. a like, great line. No fucking deadpan. No fucking. So around. fucking brilliant and, it, no and legit and legit and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a great oh, fuck. It's, it's so a, good. Yeah, it's so good. It's a it's a good pick. It's it's. I would call it a no no pun intended. Well, actually, pun intended. Fuck it. I would call it a deep cut Halloween movie pick. Like you would not necessarily consider this. But goddamn, if it's not appropriate, and I love yeah. it. I, I, I watched it last yeah. week, and I watched it, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, man! That was yeah, that was a great fucking thing." It's great. dope. It's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid. I'm gonna start with 1999's Ravenous. I'm not familiar with this. Yeah, I you know I've never seen it. This I, I, might be kind of a deep cut for some yeah, people. Yeah, because I it, it's it's a period cannibal movie. All right, well there you go. Yeah, I just want to say up. that it's like it's like um um what is it like like Civil War? I don't know. It's like a it's a it's a it's a it's a period movie mm-hmm. about cannibals. I don't even want to give anything away. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to have to watch it because yeah, it's, it's, it. it's rare that it's rare that you throw a, something out that I haven't seen. So I'm like, and it's, I, a, I, and it's a solid fucking cast: Guy Pierce, Robert Carlyle, oh shit, Jeremy Davies, Jeremy Davies, Jeffrey Jones, Neil McDonough, David Arquette, which is partly a connection with you know, yeah, with this one, yeah, the Knights movie. Okay, it's you know, yeah, it's a period film about cannibals. So, oh. bam, done. There you go, and then. I'm going to throw it forward a little bit to 2018. Uh, Panos Cosmatos. Mandy. Yeah. Starring Nicholas fucking Cage. Yeah. Andrea Riseborough. And then a bunch of other fucking weirdo. I don't even fucking know. It's such a good monsters. It's those two people. And yeah. a cast of fucking monsters. It's great. Like, oh, yeah. God. Man, Mandy is an extraordinary Mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. It's yeah, mind-blowing. It really is. Like, it really is. I wasn't high. I didn't drink. I watched this movie and was like, what the fuck? It's a trippy movie, is man. going on? Yeah. It's, it's a trippy. But it's it's absolutely woo. hypnotic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Just, again, you talk about films where, look, you know, Bone Tomahawk has a lot of brilliant dialogue, but you watch something like Mandy, and it's like there's almost no dialogue. Who, I mean, there's dialogue, the but dialogue. Who yeah. the fuck needs it? Who the fuck needs it? Show me, don't tell me. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. This fucking movie, holy balls! Oh, it's Mandy. So yeah. So what's the order? What's the order? Oh shit, that's hard. Because that is hard. They're, they're kind of long movies, so I would do. I would I would break this up if I owned a movie theater. I would say on Friday night, you come watch Bone Tomahawk, and then well, no, come watch Ravenous and then Bone Tomahawk, and then on the other night I would say, come watch Bone Tomahawk and then Mandy. Oh, okay. So all right, I, that's yeah. interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a different choice. 
Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna well now I have to watch Rampidus. I love Mandy. I love Mandy. Oh, it's so good. It's so goddamn good. My yeah. picks, uh and one that I I you know I I think you'll appreciate. Um the first one is Eli Roth's The Green Inferno, 2013. I actually love this movie. Um it's because good. in the same in the same way that I love Bone Tomahawk, which is why I picked it, is that not because I like the characters, but because it's so viscerally real. It, the practical effects are so explicit and work so well that it's fucking horrifying. And it's a believable, it's a completely believable scenario. There's nothing supernatural about it. There's no, there's no suspension of disbelief. It's a bunch of fucking kids that are going to disrupt an oil pipeline. And this one girl who just, you know, she's just trying to, she's trying to get her white liberal girl cred, you know, and be a part of a protest movement. It turns out that they're trying to save a fucking tribe of goddamn cannibals. And, and they are, I don't even know how to, they're adorably terrifying. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, it's brutal. You know, this movie for me was, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, if one could say you enjoy it. Oh, I fucking loved it. Yeah. Murderous cannibal film. Oh, it's great. You know, um, the thing that sticks in my ass a little bit is how much it apes. It's it, because I know it's an homage to uh, Ruggiero Deodato's oh, yeah. Cannibal Holocaust from 1980. Yeah. Like, it just, it kind of sticks in my ass how much it's the same. It doesn't, like. All right, that's fair. It's more visceral for a modern age because of the way the effects work. Yeah. Works. Um, it's the same fucking. I mean, not the same story, but it's basically the same fucking story. It's just like, well, like, yeah. And like, I look, I have my own problems with fucking Eli Roth with some other shit, but like, it just, yeah, it's just, it's just too close to the original uh, for me to like be like, yeah, hundred percent. I I'm like seventy percent this movie, sixty percent right. this movie. So I, yeah, no, no, I dug, I dug it, I dug yeah, it. Yeah, I, I totally love this movie, and you I know, and I, yeah. I don't. I mean, I just it, it's interesting you point that because I just uh, watched uh, William Friedkin's uh, Swan Song before he died in August. Oh, the, uh, the his Kane, version Kane, of the Kane, Kane, Kane Mutiny yeah, Court yeah. Martial. Yeah. Um, you know, which has been done a hundred fucking a times. A million in different you know? ways. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and and I think his version is absolutely spectacular. It's just, right? it's just, and I love courtroom drama. So yeah. anyway, sure, sure. we're talking That's about cannibals, not courtroom drama. So my first yeah. is the Green Inferno from 2013, and then right. my second is and it, and I I I watched it uh, the last week. Just to make sure I wasn't just giving Donnie yeah. Smith a little ball rub, you, should, you know, you should you should never do that anymore. Well, I'm not, you know, I would just check because I because I like this movie. <laughs> I remember liking this movie, okay. um, and so then I I went back and I read the Midnight Meat Train from 2008 featuring Donnie Smith. Oh, God, featuring, yeah. Well, you know. You're in, you miss me. Hey, you're in it. Hey, you're in it. But uh, yeah, but it's 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 a super fun. It's super well paced, and again, it takes. It's one of those where, for the first half of the movie, you're kind of going along thinking it's one thing, and then all of a sudden, it becomes this whole other horrifying yeah. thing. And I and yeah. I I really enjoy that. I also think the script is really pretty good. 
Um, yeah. For a movie I, called The Midnight Meat Train, uh, you know, sure. you can't really well, have high expectations of a great script. It's a pretty good script. So I think I have too much insider knowledge on this to not even because I'm in it, but to really appreciate the movie it could have been. Is okay. Like, that's that's what well, I like the movie it is. So if it could have been better than be this, I read the scripts. Yeah. The way this movie could have worked way fucking better All right. is by the end of the film, you would have realized that everyone that Bradley Cooper came into contact with through the from the beginning of the yeah. until the end, everyone was in on it. It's yeah. kind of that rose. It's that Rosemary's Baby thing. Yeah, it, when yeah. You start yeah. looking back, and you're like, "Oh my God, he was." And they were, and the, 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 everyone, everyone, yeah, everyone that he came into contact with was in on it. Yeah, this this movie is overproduced because the producers felt that they were smarter than the filmmaker. Well, that'll happen. and that that never works out. You know, but um, I still think it's a worthy I'm glad, I'm, I, feature. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I watched it. Like I said, you. I watched it uh, last week just to make sure I wasn't saying some, you know, because I was thinking, thinking through it. And my my order would be the order that I would go in is yeah, I would yeah. go Midnight Meat Train. Okay. Yeah. Get I would go. <laughs> I would go Green Inferno. Okay. And then I would go Bone Tomahawk. Wow. Wow, put the two-hour and twelve-minute movie at the end because it's that's, the, that's ballsy. Because it's that's the ballsy. best movie. It's the best movie. I don't disagree. Out and of all the those three, script. and it's like, I, all right. I the thing about it is, is the, the reason I like that is Midnight Beach Train is a little more. I mean, it's not, but it's a little more standard than the mm -hmm. other two, and mm -hmm. so it's a nice, good, solid horror pick. You know, here's where we're going, and then. You go Green Inferno, which is just an orgy of gross, right? There's yeah. so oh, much no, of it. It's brutal. It's brutal. There's so much brutal. of it. It's not even scary. It's just fuck. And it's then, brutal. and then yeah. you have a movie that's uh, over two hours long, and it's mm -hmm. mostly now you've just endured Green Inferno and and you know like fire ants eating a guy's fucking face, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so now, now we're gonna go. Oh, we're we're ready for some more horror. But before, what the fuck is this? We're on a journey? What, Richard Jenkins talking about a fleecer? What's going on? And then we have it. And I just think it's brilliant. And I think it'd be fun. And I love it that way. <sighs> That's fair. No, this is this is one of the most solid casts. I mean, it's so it's, good. It's it's so right, good. I, I, frankly, it's right up there with Heat for me. I think so. I, I, think I don't, so too. Uh, Matthew Fox is not like a big fucking deal. See, I, I love brilliant, Matthew Fox. I brilliant think, in this movie. I think he was. See, the thing is, I think Matthew Fox is horribly underrated. I actually think he's a really Everyone good... cast Matthew fucking Fox. If you're I'm just that. telling you. I think he's great in Speed Racer. I think he's amazing in oh, Speed Racer. Okay. Are you yeah. you've never seen Speed Racer? No, it's the Wachowskis. It's oh, it's uh, so good. Emil Hirsch. Emil yes, Hirsch, it's yeah, brilliant. No. John and I Goodman? know the cart. I grew up with the cartoon, so that, I yeah, love I'm that there, movie. But, no, never. I'm, I'm going to pick that movie. Oh, Christina Ricci. Days, I, that's why you like it. That's I certainly do. Like I think it's a great movie, but I Christina Ricci <laughs> just melts my fucking loins. So yeah, what, no. my friend? Are we going to talk about next time? You know what? I'm just no longer Halloween. I'm just realizing that I didn't pick a goddamn thing for next time. Then it will be a surprise. Um, no, well, a surprise. you know, I, no, 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 no. We just I don't want to put you on the spot. I want you no, to pick no, a no, 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 no. I love it. I love it because it's like it's like uh, you know, boom, spur of the moment, kind of fucking. Here we are. All right. Um, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. 
Oh, good movie. Okay, yeah. All right. Why not? You, uh, Christina Ricci. You just yeah. popped. Up. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, let's do let's do that. Yeah, I love and that I movie. I love it. I don't. It's great, I don't even know why, other than it was just that's what pops in there. It's just so. popped in your head, so that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Is fear and love, yeah. fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, fuck and I man. have so much Las Vegas uh, experience and so much love for Hunter S. So uh, all good. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. roll. All right. This is fun. Have a great Halloween uh, time, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Spooky, spooky.